Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. and dragons so hannibal alice thelonious it might have felt like a very very long time and you might be a bit rusty but i assure you that the last agonizing few seconds have only been a short amount of time and have not been months and months and months this is some sort of D&D magic, isn't it? Thelonious. You, of all people, uh, are in a bit of a tight spot. As uh-huh. you sort of fell backwards, uh, you found that it was not five pillars oddly placed in this you know, entryway to this catacomb, uh, but instead four, and one was an illusion. And you found... That the the being that no doubt slew the priests that came down into the uh, this you know area was the Great Devourer, Project X three nineteen, otherwise known as Emphysema, otherwise known as Anavel, and the you know seven eight foot tall draconic monster has his claws sort of holding tightly on your shoulder, and you can feel one of the fingers sort of, like, rise up to your, like, uh, throat, right at, like, your Adam's apple, and you feel the the sharp blade of the finger as each finger has, like, a, like a claw on it, you know, start just, just kind of poke into your neck just enough to be uncomfortable. Uh, maybe about ten feet away, uh, Hannibal and Alice, you two are kind of standing with your mouths agape at the fact that your friend Thelonious has essentially been captured by X319, but instead of immediately hurting him or anything, he instead hissed at you guys, perhaps I could be of assistance, investigators. Oh, no, right. that's uh, going to be a. Oh no, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is uh, okay. Hi, hi. How are you? It's good. To, it's not good to see you, but you're here. Um, I guess don't kill him. I mean, do we care? I don't How know. Concerned are we? He's usually pretty mean to me. 
Now that isn't very nice. Here I was expecting you guys to take this very seriously. Maybe if some blood was spilled, you'd be a bit more serious. And another finger goes into his neck, but does not draw much more blood than a drop. You have not taken any damage yet, Thelonious. Hey, 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 hey. Emphysema, X319, Great Devourer, whatever the hell you want to be called here. Please stop. Yeah, okay. We're, we're, we're taking this thing seriously now. Persuasion, uh, Thelonious. I said please. You Do did? I get advantage for saying please? Uh, I'm going to say that the please didn't give you disadvantage. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure she doesn't. he, he she doesn't care about politeness. Well, my own role didn't help out. That's a uh, two. <laughs> Woo! That was almost real bad. Uh, a two with all your bonuses and everything? Oh, no, six. Six? Wow, okay. 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 Wow, uh, you are rusty. <laughs> with a six, uh, the Great Devourer, X319, sort of just cackles a smile out. And, uh, uh, you know, a bunch of sharp teeth show. It says, perhaps we can make some kind of arrangement, investigators. You seem a bit perplexed on how to enter into this place. And what a coincidence that I need to go in as well. Is it a coincidence? What exactly is your plan here, pal? I think that you know more than anyone else, Thelonious. I do? Of course. Inside, I don't care for whatever demon worshippers are in there. That doesn't matter to me in the least. What does matter to me is a piece of the armor of Endless Night. You know, that's one of the things we can't figure out. So, before you were under control... Right, you had the they had the tiara thing on your head, and 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 you were being sent out to go collect these pieces. But now you've been set free, and you're still collecting the pieces. Hmm. Like, why? What are you messing around with this for? You know, you eat people. You're strong now. I can tell. You look bigger. Why? Why are you messing around with this? Why don't you just go? I don't know. Set up a, a shop and t- eat people somewhere else. You know, you'd be surprised how little people want to come into a shop where they know they'll be eaten. That's fair. (laughs) You you got me there. Maybe you should disguise it a little bit better. Then they wouldn't know. You you know the illusion spell. You know. Cows don't know when they're going to be slaughtered. Hannibal, there's something that you don't quite understand, it seems. There are pieces of this puzzle that you don't quite have yet. But I'm willing to offer you information in exchange for your cooperation. Well, why wouldn't you just let us get all the pieces and then you just follow us and kill us anyway? None of this makes any sense. What are you doing, you dummy? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you you doing this? Maybe, Maybe she didn't think of this. A third claw goes into your neck, Thelonious, and uh, X319 looks at you and says, you're not very good at negotiations, are you, investigator? No, no, I'm yeah, not. Maybe let, maybe let us do the talking. <laughs> no, by all means, I'm rather enjoying this. Yeah, uh, we all right. tell. So the deal is you will help us get in so we can stop these demons and you get the armor, correct? And I'm more than happy to exchange some information along the way. What kind of well, information are you giving us here? 
you Plus, ask. what do you know about this Kuru that's hiding behind here? Do you know how to fight this thing? I know how to fight many things. I'm not too concerned. But if you're willing to promise me that I can have the piece of the armor of Endless Night found within these catacombs, I'll help you fight it. Uh, can we... We don't win from that situation, then. No, we technically win, because we're fighting Kuru, and he's not going to take over the city and destroy everything. But at the same time, we're giving up a piece of the armor of the Endless Night, which is something we're also trying to prevent people from getting to. So... How about this for an arrangement? I will merely give you guys information as we proceed into this place. The moment that you need my assistance in order to kill this Kuru or get much further, then you can give me that armor. Well, something tells me we're probably going to need your assistance right off the bat looking at this uh, this chalice here. Yes, I'm more than happy to make sure that you get in. The unfortunate thing that prevented me entry was the fact that I need someone to watch me doing it. Yeah. Well, and no. then, t- to be perfectly honest, X319, what do, what, what do you want us to call you, by the way? What do you prefer? Because we're going to have a lot of names here flying around. What do you want to be called? Hey, and by the way, is there any chance you could take uh, this stuff off my... I'm working on that. Hold on. My shoulder here. <laughs> Theo, Theo, I'm working on that. I'm just trying to get names straight. I'm working on that. Uh, make a persuasion check uh, there, uh, Hannibal. For the name? Uh, yeah. All right. That is a uh, 12. Yes, 12. With a 12, the claw slowly lets go of Thelonious's neck. <clears throat> you may call me Emphysema. That is the right. oldest name you seem to know of. You guys have, that's fair. You guys have referred to uh, this thing as emphysema. Uh, X319 and Anavel. Uh, you've not used the name Anavel yourselves. That was my reminder earlier. Oh, I right. thought I thought uh, Thelonious did. My mistake. I used emphysema. Okay. Yeah. My mistake. And uh, and then uh, whatever whatever her disguise name was. Well, I can't remember now. Lilith. Uh, Vivian. Lily? Vivian. Vivian. Yeah. Um, all right, emphysema. Can we chat amongst the three of us? Kind of make sure we're all on the same page here. Do you mind? You good with that? Absolutely. Take your time, investigators. I have okay. all the time in the world, but I don't know if you do. You're not wrong. Uh, we'll we'll be quick. And uh, uh, emphysema s- floats over to the uh, the chalice and the doorway that is closed into the catacombs and waits in front of it. Okay, listen. So, if we say no, she's just going to kill us anyway. Or at least attack us, and we're going to end up fighting her. Well, and we're not going to be able to get inside anyway. None, and we're not going to be able to get inside. Be able to think. Right, hey. we're kind of we're kind of hey. at an impasse no matter what. But, but I'm released right now. Three on one, we could take this bitch down. <sighs> she just ate flat chimeras on. All right, let's have her. This, this there's there's no way out of this. We'll have her help us to get this next piece and to defeat Kuru, but then we take the bitch down. 
Well, she can't that, leave this cave that, dungeon, that's what whatever can, this place is. We can try. At the same time, we're probably going to be pretty there beat up no by the end. There is no try, only do. We're going to be pretty beat up by the end of this anyway. So uh, let's not get our hopes up. But let's she, assume it might also be get its ass kicked, though. It could. Yes, that's fair. So we just need to make sure we got to have like a little a little signal when it's time to drop her when we feel like we've got an advantage. You know what I mean? All right. Do we really want her? Is it a her? I keep saying her. Uh, it has a fairly masculine voice. Uh, it's disguised yeah. itself as females, but you don't think it's female or, or you don't know. I, I guess you could ask. All right. Let's assume it's a guy. Let's ask him. Okay. I think you're right, Theo. I think at some point we are going to have to go after this thing. But let's not get our hopes up that it's going to be achievable. We need to be okay with losing this piece, you know, if it comes down to that. All right. You see what I'm saying? I do. Okay. But I see what you're saying. I think we definitely, this is going to be our best chance at the end of this. Yeah. Because who knows what else he's going to take away. Yeah. Or what other trouble he's going to cause. Oh, yeah. No, trust me. I spent uh, some time alone, and uh, I almost pooped myself. Okay. So let's, I guess, let's have him, it, whatever it is, emphysema, drink the poison. And then we'll kind of go from there. Because Lord knows, uh, you know, I have the most, I have probably the strongest constitution of all of you. uh, But I don't think I can survive drinking all that poison. No, I don't think it was intended that anyone would. No, I think well, we're kind of, you know, maybe maybe we're stuck in it. Maybe maybe the gods who may or may not be named Craig uh, put us between a rock and a hard place. And uh, it's, we're just kind of stuck. I've never heard of this Craig God, but yeah, I don't know. He's kind of a he's a nice guy. Real nice guy. Sounds uh, like a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see how these roles happen and how much of a jerk he is. Um, all right, let's go. Let's go chat with Emphysema. And you guys walk over, and uh, uh, the draconic being kind of you know folds its arms and smiles. Have you reached a decision, investigators? Well, clearly uh, we're not getting in without you, and we could use your help with Kuru. So help us get Altarius out of here and. We have a deal. Wonderful. And uh, he kind of stops floating, sits to the ground, kind of clenches his uh, uh, fists together, and all of his scales change to the color green. Bright green scales. At this point, he floats back up again, takes the chalice, and guzzles down the poison. And it's as if it doesn't affect him in the least. If you guys want, you can roll Arcana. Uh, 27. Oh, what was that, uh, Alice? Uh, 27. Wow. Uh, Three. (laughs) Uh, Seven. With a three and a seven? Wow, that's awful fancy. Uh, With a 27, Alice, you get the distinct impression that uh, X319, emphysema, is able to alter his scale color, and that gives him the uh, resistances the immunities of the dragon he's emulating. So because he changed into a green dragon, he became immune to poison damage. You think depending on the color of his scales is a tell 
for what type of damage he's able to shrug off. So if he was... Uh, are you just able to... What's that? I was going to say, so... Uh, Emphysema, are you just able to do that at will? It just takes a mere moment. And the door opens behind uh, Emphysema. And he floats aside. And he says... He holds out his hand. He says, by all means... Lead the way and ask any questions you want. All right. Um, so, why are you still going after these pieces? A wonderful question, investigator. Uh, do you guys head into the next room as you talk, or are you waiting here? Eh, we should probably move. Yeah, this that's <clears throat> sure, kind of important. Move. You start walking down a hallway uh, and floating behind you guys. Uh, well, actually, do you want him uh, behind, in the middle, or in front of you guys? In front. I guess right. it doesn't really matter. I mean... Well, I don't want to get hit with something first. He can go ahead. <laughs> he needs us as much as we need him at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean... But let's, it, let, let's let him take the first hit, whatever it may be. Fair enough. Emphysema right. takes point uh, and floats maybe about 5, 10 feet ahead of the rest of you. And he says... Your question is a good one, investigator, but there is a little more to it than just why am I still after armor? I've been the only one after the armor of Endless Night. So the, what's up with Pyralis? The He sort of slows to a stop and looks back and says, Who the hell is Pyralis? You guys aren't working together. I don't know who the hell that is. So, okay, so, so who was controlling your tiara back in the day? I prefer to think of it as we? a circlet, but no matter. Yes, the tiara <laughs> of domination. Now that is an answer that I can't quite give you yet. Because you don't know it or because you don't want to give it to us? A little bit of column A and a little bit of column B, investigator. The person was very, very secretive and wouldn't show their face. I have my suspicions on who it might be in this city. But I know that that is the real question for you guys, and so I'm going to hold that in my back pocket for as long as I can. How were they able to convince you to put it on? Or did they force it upon you? I... Thelonious, uh, you remember that uh, uh, in the image you saw from the past, uh, mm -hmm. the capsule opened up to X319, and the cloaked figure placed the uh, circlet right on his hat. It seemed okay. he had no uh, uh, say in the matter. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> Emphysema uh, uh, looks to you, uh, Hannibal. He says, No, the moment that I was instructed to slay K-Ball Kefuddle, that's when I saw it. And he continues floating and talking. So, so, so the person controlling you didn't ask you to go get the armor? No, that was something that I knew I needed for myself. I don't even know so, if they know such a thing exists. So, you were only told to go kill K-Ball? That was it? He slows down and looks back. He says, 
Indeed, investigator. That's all I was told. But when I arrived, I saw him closing the safe. I had already devoured the one known as Vivian to get close to him. And there it was in the vault. A piece of the armor of endless night. You might yeah, not- Yeah, thinking back, you owe us, because we gave you those boots willingly. Something right. that I'm very thankful for, and it's why I didn't slice your head clean off your body, Thelonious. I like to see it try. Anyway, <clears throat> I said that under my breath. <laughs> uh, you whisper that, and he, uh, it does not hear you, or doesn't seemingly hear you. Uh, he says, Do you know why they wanted to kill Kefuddle? Now... That's something that I don't think I'm going to reveal just yet. I think we got a pretty good idea at this point, and I think we got a pretty good idea of who it was at this point, too. You see, <sighs> investigators, there's a lot of darkness in this city, and there was even darkness in this city before I was awakened. All right. So do we want to put our cards on the table? Do we want to say who we think it is? I... Uh, as you guys whisper about whether you should, you know, pry, uh, uh, you know, that avenue, you reach another door, and there is another plaque on the wall. <coughs> it looks like uh, uh, Emphysema gets to the plaque, reads it, floats aside, and then lets you guys walk up to it as well. All right. What's it say? Split in even numbers, even if you must split yourself. And there are two hallways. One to the left, one to the right. So maybe two of us go in one hallway and two of us go in the other hallway? Is that... That's what it sounds, sounds like. like. Brilliant deduction, investigators. Yes, that right, is what I it seems I can't go like. with that one. No, clearly not. <laughs> I think it probably should be me. Are you sure it shouldn't be Thelonious? Why do you say that? I thought you had done your research, but apparently you have not. I Listen, it feels like it's been months, so I don't think I have done my research. Uh, if everyone wants, you guys can roll uh, <laughs> intelligence, and I can uh, tell you a bit more. Uh, 13. Um, 17. That is a 10. Uh, Alice and uh, Hannibal, you two aren't really entirely sure. He's hinting at the fact that Thelonious is the safe bet, but you're not really sure why. Uh, Thelonious, you remember, uh, before you even went to the Atelier of Laszlo, you had found that no Dragonborn had been devoured by X319. Mm -hmm. And you found out that uh, 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 in order to protect Dragonkind from those abilities, X319, he might be allowed to kill Dragonborn and Dragons, but he is not able to devour them to gain their abilities. Okay. I whisper to the other two, I'm like, I just remembered now. <laughs> oh, please um, do tell. He, he can't eat me, but he could eat you too. Well, looks like you got yourself a new traveling companion. We'll see you on the All other right. side. I like Dallas better anyway. <laughs> <laughs> then Thelonious or the Great Devourer? Take your pick. 
Y'all a bunch of douchebags as I start walking towards <laughs> Great Devourer. Come along, investigator. We'll take the path to the right. Yippee! And so Thelonious and Emphysema head down the hallway to the right. Uh, Hannibal and uh, Alice, you guys going to the left? I guess so. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could try to sneak to the right and, and stealth. I, you know, it's up to you guys. No, we'll go to the left. It says, let's follow the advice of the plaque and try not to get killed. Not not terrible uh, way to go about things, uh, avoiding getting killed. You guys head uh, to the path to the left. And the hallway is about 100 feet. And it takes you down. And uh, along the walls, you see kind of, uh, uh, like, dug out holes. Uh, and you realize that it looks like, uh, I mean, these are catacombs. This is, like, a burial spot for priests. You see a lot of different uh, entombed bodies. Oh, okay. That's, uh, okay. I guess this is a trip through their graveyard. How neat. Well, I mean, they are catacombs. I mean, it's kind of what we're doing. We're kind of going through an underground <laughs> An underground uh, cemetery. Yeah, essentially. Uh, and so you guys uh, arrive at a uh, small chamber, probably about 30 feet by 30 feet. Uh, and as you guys arrive, maybe a moment or so passes, and uh, suddenly the door behind you just, like, you know, slams shut. That's not good. That's never good. No, that's not a good sign. And two of the bodies that are uh, uh, interred sort of rattle a bit, swing their bony legs out, stand up, and uh, draw forth weapons. Uh, roll me initiative. Are they skeletons? Yep. Uh, 13 on Ooh, initiative. Natural 20. Wow. Uh did they beat a 13? No, they did not. Uh, so Hannibal's going first, uh, followed by Alice, and then the skeletons. Hannibal, it is your turn. Uh, they're right. about 15 feet away from you. And they are they are skeletons, just regular skeletons. Yep, they're each about 10 feet away from each other, uh, so they're kind of like a bit of an angle. And they're skeletons in priestly garb uh, with like maces and other kind of priestly weaponry. Uh, is a whip bludgeoning damage? I don't remember. Uh, yes, it is. Okay. I'm going to pull out, uh, my whip and my shield. Okay. All right. And how far away are these things from me? Uh, they're, each one is about 15 feet away, but they're 10 feet from one another. Okay, so I'm going to move up to within 10 feet of one of them. Sure. And I'm going to swing my whip at it. Absolutely. Go right ahead. That is a 15. Uh, 15's a hit. That is a hit. Okay. So that does five damage. And you... And uh, yeah. I get another attack, too, actually. I oh, forget. yeah, I you do. Yep. Two attacks. Dual attacks. The other one is a uh, 12. A 12 is a miss. Uh, okay. It bounces off the uh, uh, the bones of the skeleton. Uh, anything else on your turn, Hannibal? Um, I 
don't think so. What else do I get? Uh, sorry, it's all coming back to me. It's just coming back slowly. Uh, uh, yep. No, I'm good at the moment. Awesome. Uh, Alice, it's your turn. So they have uh, slashing and piercing resistance. Uh, yep, skeletons Th- typically do. Okay. Um, so now would my sneak attack damage also be cut in half on that if I use... Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Well, then, I guess I'm going to I'm gonna make use of a uh, cantrip, and I'm going to hit the one uh, that Hannibal is not engaged with with a ray of frost. Absolutely. Go ahead and uh, roll your spell attack. That is 18. 18 is a hit. 2d8. Uh, 11 damage. And it's slowed by 10 feet until my turn. Do I have room to back up? Uh, yeah, you back a little into the, uh, uh, against the wall. Uh, their turns. Uh, Alice is out of reach. Uh, the two skeletons advance on Hannibal and go to swing their weapons. Uh, what's your AC, Hannibal? 19. Uh, well, first one hit. Uh, second one misses. Uh, and you take uh, five damage as one swings a mace against you. Uh, Hannibal, it is your turn again. Uh, they're now right. both adjacent to you. Okay, so I guess I will um, swing my whip at the one I swung at before. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll twice for both your attacks. A 10 and a 12. Both misses. Whoa. Uh, and you're adding in all your bonuses and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, they're just they're just crappy rolls. Ah, uh, gotcha. What it is. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah, you swing and miss both times. Real rusty. <laughs> yes, you. Like did. you haven't fought in months. I know. <laughs> I can't play in this thing getting hit in the head anymore. <laughs> Alice, it's your turn. Uh, how far away are they from me at this point? Uh, they are uh about uh twenty five uh yeah about twenty five feet away from you. Okay, then I guess I'm going to, even though I'm not going to do as as much damage, I think I'm going to move into melee range and draw both rapiers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go ahead and roll to attack. Okay, that is a 16. That's a hit. And an 18. Uh, also a hit. Okay, so I get 1d8 for each one, and then I also get my 3d6 for sneak attack, right? Because they're... I kind of thought it was more than 3d6, but, uh, uh, but yeah. Not till next level. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. And then your dex bonus as well for the, uh, 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 the first attack. Okay, so that is... Oh, wait, no, you have, uh, uh yeah, yeah, the dex bonus only for the, uh, first one, yep. For the first one, okay. So it's 13 plus my dex bonus is 16 plus the sneak attack... Six. Uh, 27 damage. Uh, and that has not been cut in half, right? Correct. And are you hitting the one that you struck before or uh, uh, that Hannibal oh. was hitting? Uh, I'll take the one that I struck. Okay. You smash your rapiers into the skeleton and it still continues to fight. Uh, their turn. Uh, Alice, you're now in, in melee range. Uh, the one that you struck 
goes to hit you uh, and gets a uh, 18 versus AC. What's your AC? That hits. Uh, it's it's uh, 16. 16. Okay, yep. Gets you there. And then one goes against you, Hannibal, and uh, misses. Uh, your shield is uh, proving to be an issue. Uh, ooh. Uh, 13 damage as a mace wallops you in the head there, uh, uh, Alice. Can I uncanny dodge? Yeah, you have a reaction still. Okay. And that's their turn. Hannibal, it's your turn. So, hold on. Let me back up a second here. Alice, uh, or Matt, what did you hit it with that didn't have damage in half because it was resistant? Uh, I hit it with a ray of frost. Oh, you hit it with a spell. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it. I'm just trying to debate whether or not like hitting it with my rapiers and doing half damage is going to be more than hitting it with my whip and doing full damage. That was the calculation I was like trying to run through. Yeah, but I'm thinking it's probably going to be better just to do the bludgeoning damage and be done with it. Probably about All the right. same. Yeah. All right. Well, I, again, whip the one I'm uh, whipping currently. Sure thing. There we go. 14. Uh, as a miss. Oh, and a 10. What the hell? I need to use a different dice. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Oh. I got a plus, it's plus seven into my attack, too. It shows you how bad I'm rolling. Oof. Uh, yeah, you swing a bunch with the whip, and you just cannot land a blow. Uh, Alice, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to... Well, actually, I would have disadvantage on that, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna swing away again. Absolutely. Uh, twenty one. That's it. And a twenty three. Also a hit. I swear I will pull my weight next time. <laughs> I mean, you standing there is giving sneak attack. That's got to count for something. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that's where most of the damage is coming in. And I'm absorbing some. Uh, <laughs> and I'm absorbing some hits too. So. So many, so many dice. And they're not, they're virtual. <laughs> ah. Uh, so then that is. Oh, so 25 damage before being cut in half. You smash the rapiers into the rattling bones and the skeleton falls to pieces onto the ground. Oh, that's better. Ah. Uh... Remaining skeleton, uh, Hannibal and uh, Alice, both of you roll a d20 and let me know uh, uh, what you each get. 18. One. Oh, <laughs> skeleton's going after you. And he suddenly has a double attack. Uh, miss and a miss. Eat that, lazy bones. <laughs> uh, uh, Hannibal, it's your turn. Two attacks. Hey, look at that. Uh, 25. That's a hit. And an unnatural 20. Also a hit. There we go. Uh, 12 damage. Awesome. And Alice, your turn. All right. I guess I'll attack the one uh, Hannibal's been hacking away at. Sure thing. Uh, 13. Abyss. And 23. Also, that's a hit. (laughs) (laughs) 
I almost said also a hit, but that did not make any sense. So, <laughs> you know, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, Alice, what kind of damage you do there? Uh, it would be the slashing damage with the rapier. Oh, no, I'm uh, sorry. What, uh, like, how oh. much damage did you do? That was... 11, 14, 12, 26, 31. Wow. Wow. Uh, even with the uh, it resisting that damage, you smash apart the skeleton and it falls to pieces on the ground. I, got, I did get right. sneak attack on that, right? Yes, uh, because uh, okay. uh, it's adjacent to uh, uh, Hannibal. <clears throat> okay. Just want to make sure. I'm like, that's where like all the damage came from. Okay, good. The door opens behind you. And, uh, otherwise, uh, you guys can both make religion checks if you like. Uh, 17. Uh, 7. With a 7, Hannibal, the door's open. Time to leave. Uh, I'm so smart. With a, uh, 17, uh, Alice, you feel like the respectful thing to do would be to put the, uh, bones back into internment, uh, uh, you know, amongst the other bodies, back where they were. Hannibal, we should probably put these bodies back. It seems like the right thing to do. I'm going to default to you on this because clearly religion is not my strong suit. So, uh, are you guys putting the bodies back? Uh, we'll put the bodies back. Put the bodies I don't want to. I don't want to upset the gods any more than we already have. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, you put the bodies back, and you guys are heading back to the uh, uh, the the doorway. Yeah. Wonderful. I mean, is there any other place to go? Well, yeah. Is there anything else to look around at? You can make an investigation Check checks if you want. Let's just see. Nine. Uh, also a nine. <laughs> These are priests' bo- dead bodies. Uh, you don't find anything of value. You think that they were not buried with valuables because that's not really the priestly way to do things. Not for this religion anyway. We need Rick to find richer priests. Who, who's who's richer priest? Wop <laughs> wop. Are you guys heading back to the uh, doorway? Yep. Wonderful. Back to you, Thelonious. Uh, Thelonious, you and Emphysema are walking down the the hallway. Uh, Well, you're walking. Emphysema's floating. Uh, You have an opportunity to talk to it if you want. Or you could walk in silence. Why do you always float? Don't you have legs? I have the ability to fly anywhere at any given moment. If you could do that, do you think that you'd be walking around on your legs? I mean, if I was tired or I wanted to save my strength for a possible attack that's going to happen in the future, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I have nothing to fear, nor should you, investigator. I do not run out of energy when it comes to flight. Hmm. That's pretty amazing to have, then. Indeed it is. Uh, any other questions before you guys arrive at the uh, uh, the uh, the end of the hall? Yeah, isn't that Hannibal a dick sometimes? To be honest with you, investigator, I found that all three of you can be a pain in my side. Meh. That sounds about right. Wow. Do you know way, way, to squeeze, way to squeeze him for information. Good job. You're not there. Oh, yeah. sorry. You're not there. Uh, you guys enter into a small 30-foot by 30-foot room, and much like I described to, to uh, the others, uh, you see a lot of, uh, uh, you know, 
like the walls themselves have indentations and they have uh, uh, dead bodies. And you uh, you both arrive uh, at the end of the hall in this room and the door slams shut behind you and two skeletons rise up. All right, Ephesema. Show's on you. I step back. Make a persuasion check. No. That's a one. Is that the first of the recording session? Yep. Eat him. <laughs> I can't. Shut your mouth. How about this, investigator? I'll take one and you take one. It'll be nice and fair. There's nothing fair about this, but okay. Roll me uh, uh, initiative. Four. Wow. Uh, emphysema floats over to the uh, skeleton, swats his hand out at it, and the skeleton just shatters into tiny pieces. Uh, if you want, you can make a uh, uh, either intelligence check or insight check, uh, uh, Thelonious. Let's go insight. 19. You think that this is the same strength that Flat Key Marazon has. Mm. It looks like when uh, Emphysema ate Flat Key Marazon, he gained his strength. So that belligerently insane power that Flat Key Marazon had, now he has. Hey, that hit really looks like uh, a hit that a friend of mine used to have. He was drunk all the time, peed on places. It wasn't the most tasty thing I ever had, investigator. I had a bit of a hangover after I had to devour him, but devour him I did. He wasn't really a friend, he was a dick, but anyway, okay. I'm finding, investigator, that most of your friends are, as you so eloquently put it, dicks. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, the skeleton, uh, the emphysema is the cl is closest to it. So the skeleton tries to strike at uh, emphysema, and it just bounces off his scales. Do make a good show, investigator. Please, <clears throat> it's your turn. Um, I'll give it a, I'll give it a firebolt. Yeah, absolutely. Go right ahead. That would be a 24. Well, that's a hit. Okay. Uh, so 1d10. Isn't it 2d10? Oh, yeah. I got updated, I believe. That's a 12. I'm trying to find the 10. There we go. Seven. All right. Total? Yeah. Mm, from 2d10? That's unfortunate. You rolling with my dice? Man. No, it's still me. <laughs> so maybe we're not that rusty. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, you blast it with fire. 
And uh, uh, on his turn, uh, Emphysema switches his scales to red. And he says, just to avoid any unfortunate accidents, you understand. Uh, the skeleton tries to strike him and uh, bounces off. Uh, Thelonious, it's your turn. Uh, I'll do another fireball. Absolutely. That would be a 25. That's a hit. Get this D12 away from me. It keeps distracting me. <laughs> God, why can I not roll a good hit dice? Five. Five. <laughs> Oof. Uh, the skeleton not being able to do anything to uh, 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 emphysema turns his attention to you, Thelonious, and advances on you and goes to strike you. Of course it does. Uh, any, uh, what's your AC? 14. Yeah, he got a 19 on the dice. He gets you. Uh, he does 8 damage to you. Okay. Uh, Emphysema floats over to the two of you and he says you know I could help you out as a sign of good faith I got this taken care of very well then and he smiles real big uh, Thelonious it's your turn uh, how about a level one chromatic orb? Yeah, absolutely. That's a natural 20. Ooh, yeah, double that damage dice. Level one cast. So, I wrote down 3d8 and 5d8. I think it depends on what level, right? Yep, so 3d8 is the first level spell version. Which is what I did. So, 6d8. <clears throat> okay, just wanted to Oh, what check. element are you choosing, by the way? Uh, I guess I'll stick with... Well, they're bones, right? Lightning! Excuse me. Lightning, I guess. Oh, don't forget to add your charisma bonus on top of everything. Oh, okay. I guess I'll do that. Um. Alright, D8. So 68 plus your charisma bonus. Good, I'm a little rusty here. Okay. 68 plus the charisma. The charisma just added at the end? Yep. Right at the end of it. I don't feel like this skeleton can survive this. <laughs> I don't know. You've seen his rolls. That's fair, but it is he may 68. End up, he may up with just slightly, slightly above uh, 8 damage. We'll see. That would be 31 damage. Oh, there we go. Now we're talking. You angry that uh, 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 emphysema has been, uh, uh, you know, kind of patronizing you, create a ball of lightning, launch it into the thing, and it just shatters to dust. I give a little look at emphysema, and I go, my last name is Bloodbane, too, you know. Ah, the name Bloodbane. It's been some time since I was called by that name. Great. That's all he says on that. Uh, he looks around and can't doesn't seem to see the uh, piece of the armor of Endless Night. And he asks if you're ready to go. If you want, roll a religion check for me. 
11. With an 11, you know that it would probably be uh, in the the sort of the, the best kind of form and politeness to uh, take the remains of the skeletons and put them back in their internment, uh, you know, so that you can respect the dead. All right, I'll go ahead and do that. You do that while he kind of skulks around looking for the armor, doesn't find it. Uh, and you pick up the bodies as best you can. You know, they one of them has been shattered to... Well, both of them have been shattered to, like, you know, pieces. And you guys, are you heading back down to the, uh, 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 the doorway? Yeah. As you guys are all arriving back at the doorway, uh, the door slides open. Okay. So... Find out anything good? No, not a whole lot. Uh, can I roll? Um, what I roll? See if he's lying. Insight. Insight. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did you, he didn't really ask a lot of questions? Uh, <laughs> You're right. So technically, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, you you ask, and yeah, he seems to be telling the truth. Uh, uh, what you don't know whether it's that uh, emphysema didn't cough up the answers or not, but uh, regardless. Emphysema says, he says, now that a new room has been cleared out, is there any questions before we pass along? Uh, I don't have a specific question, but, but, well, maybe a little bit of a question here. You, so you don't know who Pyralis is? No, I don't know who that is. Who is this Pyralis that you've asked about? Do you know how the armor of Endless Night was forged? No. I know how it works. I've seen it in action. Should wait, we, what? You, you've tell, seen wait, it what action? if we create this? Tell us how it works and we'll tell you how it was made. That seems like a fair trade. The armor of Endless Night affords incredible power to its wielder. Whoever wields all of the seven pieces of the armor of Endless Night unlocks incredible draconic power. I saw a man named Torn Ballantine wear it. Torn? Torn. 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 You would know that. You would know him as the uncle of Morn Ballantine. So. So you know Pyralis was on that battlefield too, right? Is that when you saw it? Was that during the the, the fights 50 years ago? Uh, Roll insight, everybody. Yeah, I don't think Pyralis was there. No, she was. She was the red scale dragon that uh, dragon oh, right. that attacked you. Uh, yeah. Twenty two on insight. Uh, what are you doing? Insight. Insight. Yep. Uh, Thir- Thirteen. All three of you can tell. It seems like your question has raised some red flags to emphysema, and emphysema looks to the three of you and says, "How do you three know that I was in that war?" Well, uh, uh, cards on the table here. Yeah, let's. Might as you well. You know, let's let's do this because, yeah. So Pyralis is also looking for the pieces of the armor. Pyralis, let us walk through her dreams. We saw you on the battlefield. He rolls insight, and you're telling the truth. And Emphysema just kind of glares a bit. And says, yes, indeed, I was there. 
Back then, I was known as Annabelle Bloodbane, one of the experiments of Professor Laszlo Von Dracovich. Oh, we know him. We met him. He was a character, for sure. He's the reason why I'm in this form, and he's the reason why my form was altered back those so many years ago. When was the last time you were in your original form? That would have been roughly 50 years ago, when I had been slain. Do you know who slain you? Indeed. A group of adventurers who were trying to end the war. Just as, I had, just as I had stabbed Torn Ballantine in the back and was going to take control of the entire forces of the draconic armies of New Arcosia, they stood in my way. And his tail slaps against the ground in anger, and it leaves a crack in the uh, stone tiles. So, so that's what all this is about, is you want to get all the armor so you can lead Dragonborn, the Dragonborn army again. What I desire, Investigator, is something that has been programmed into me. Programmed by who? I believe I already gave you that answer. Laszlo von Drakovich. Who's his... von Drakovich work for? Von Drakovich is a member of the Bloodbane family. Everything he does is for the advancement of his experiments and for the honor of the Bloodbane family. Well, Pyralis was married to Morn Ballantine. He sort of thinks about it and. Whether he seems to care much, you can't quite tell. Well, I guess roll insight. Uh, uh, seven. With a 24, you think that he's a little frustrated that he's not on top. Like, he, you know, because normally the, as you've dealt with emphysema here, Anavel, as he's now revealed his oldest name, Annabelle is a shrewd guy. He's cunning. He wants to always have all the aces in his hand, and him not knowing who this Pyralis is or her weird connections to the Bloodbane family and Morn Ballantine seem to annoy him a bit. But regardless, he says, no matter. In the end, I will have all the pieces of the armor of Endless Night. And any old woman who stands in my way will be nothing more than another meal. Well, mm, I message Hannibal and I'm like, let's not reveal that part yet. We'll see how that goes. Um, all right. Well, I guess let's uh, you guys want to head on to the next room here. I don't have any. I don't have any further questions at this point. <clears throat> nope. And you guys continue down a long hallway. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, make insight checks, the three of you. 14. Uh, 12. 15. It seems like uh, when uh, Annabelle brought up the fact that she'd be another meal... You don't think that he was reveling in that. He almost said it disdainfully. 
You all, you all right there, uh, Emphysema? Of course. Why would I not be? And he smiles real big. Uh, anything you want to ask or push? Do you not like eating people? I greatly enjoy the power I receive. But this form and the augments to my brain are not something that I accepted willingly, investigator. These programs that have been etched into my brain by Laszlo von Drakovich, they're a part of his schemes. But don't you worry. In the end, I'll be the one who gains control of my destiny once again. And... Annabelle turns around and floats into the next chamber. And there seems to be a little bit of kind of sorrow in the air. And it kind of gets a little awkward for a moment. You guys kind of hurry after to go continue into the catacombs of Kuru. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.